0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. College football season is still on pace to happen. Go Houston Baptist. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Training Camp Whisperer. And with me, once again, is A.J. Dog, AFC South correspondent, Mark Hazy. It's a very, very inside baseball joke.
1: Very. <laughs> the The Twitter account is still up, though. Lots of uh, Kevin Can Wait tweets.
0: So. Do, do you expect to be tweeting um, from there again soon? I don't have the login, so
1: uh, no.
0: If you had it, would you be tweeting?
1: Yeah, of course. Bo- At Delay of Game Intern, please follow.
0: Would you be tweeting about Bob Hart's Abishola?
1: I think that will be our new show, wouldn't it? But we missed the first season. But actually, that might make better content. Yeah, we'll way be better, more way more
0: confused. The Kevin can't was it Kevin can or can't wait?
1: Changes every day.
0: Whatever it was, the 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 fan theories we had off that show, incredible.
1: <laughs> tweeted so I got I, I remember when I got liked by or I think we built it from the official account. Yeah, no, it was pretty. made my We're, made my year.
0: We could, that could have been our beat. Anyway, today will be con- simpler times, man. Today we'll be continuing our NFL. Division previews with the AFC and NFC South. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 seven, seven. And one, and two, and one,
1: two, three, four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or so.
0: Armchair Media signed off on a year-long network sponsorship deal, allowing the company to grow our podcast and video network into new local sports communities. Following the senseless murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and countless other black community members at the hands of police officers, we want to ensure we do what we can to make a tangible impact on those communities as we grow. Armchair Media will be issuing four or $500 scholarships per semester to aspiring black creatives. If you've ever been dismissed as having an unrealistic career path, if you've ever butted heads with parents or teachers because they don't recognize exactly what you want to do with your life, if you've ever feared to express yourself or put your work into the world due to potential backlash, we strongly encourage you to apply. We recognize that there are creatives out there who may have bypassed college to pursue other avenues who didn't get into college because their passions didn't translate to collegiate testing, or who did not have access to the financial means to pay for college. This is why there are only three requirements for eligibility. Be a black career, be under the age of 21, submit a project to scholarship at armchairallamericans.com. That's scholarship at armchairallamericans.com. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing and there are no shortages of ways to get in on the action. But don't swing on a 3-0 count. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in to Floyd Money Mayweather as he joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right where he talks about his expansive and expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. What better way to spend a a fucking Sunday afternoon than putting the house on Floyd's pinky ring costing fifteen grand? Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up. Take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. I kind of lost myself in that Floyd Mayweather thing.
1: <laughs> you got angry there for yeah. a second.
0: Yeah. Because I was just jealous of his his expensive and expansive jewelry collections better than mine. What's the most expensive piece of jewelry you own? I don't think I I own... Keys aren't jewelry, right? Keys? Well, like, I don't... Are glasses? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What counts as jewelry? Uh...
1: Uh, toe rings.
0: I don't. I, I that's don't. The, that's the class. Yeah. Like the only thing I wear on my body, other than clothing, Clothes. shoes, and a hat. Uh, I have a hairband on my wrist because I have a man bun because I'm, I'm a fucking hipster. Right,
1: well, we just lost a bunch of listeners. <laughs> Why'd you admit that? <laughs> Fuck.
0: No, sorry. It's not a man bun. It's, um, it's oh my, I can't it's dreads.
1: Oh, okay,
0: that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that white that white guy too. dreads.
1: Sick. Like Cole McDonald.
0: Like Tim Toon. Speaking of Cole McDonald. Do you remember that? When the Lions drafted Tim Toon, the white guy with dreads, and like, Mr. Irrelevant like 2007?
1: Yeah, Tim Toon, uh big miss for me.
0: Yeah, he was not good. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> speaking of not good, more players have declared for the draft. I don't oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Are you saying hashtag let them play?
0: Yeah, let them play. Um, a handful have declared, but hey, as of now, I think like seventy of the one hundred and thirty programs are still planning to play this this fall. So, but uh, we've got Wake Forest wide receiver Sage Surratt, USC defensive tackle J Toffoli. Michigan corner Ambry Thomas, Northwestern tackle Rashawn Slater, and Miami of Ohio tackle Tommy D- Doyle have friend of the show. Tommy Doyle Friend of been the on show, the show. Yeah. We can actually count that one. Unlike the Linehan <laughs> family, um,
1: <laughs> it's our first real friend of the show. That's cool. Uh,
0: they have all declared for the twenty twenty one NFL draft.
1: Um, did you go back and watch where uh, Taffeli? Because I remember we didn't really like him that much on the, well, the Pack.
0: So. Show. so I watched him last year, and I liked him a lot. Yeah. Then I watched him again for the Pac-12 show, um, and I I kind of lost some of that luster.
1: Yeah, I like you, you see the athleticism and stuff,
0: but it's very yeah. much like he needs a lot of work with his hands to develop a pass rush plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I and then I was seeing all the like a lot of tonight. people are really in on him, and yeah. which I could see because when I watched, so well, this is. I watched the Utah game mm-hmm. last year, um, and then he he announced he's returning. So then I just I, I put it towards this year, and then I watched the Fresno State Notre Dame game this year. Yeah, and so I think initial takeaways is obviously he's built to play. He can play his defensive line versatility is a huge plus. Like he can play three yeah. tech, one tech. He even played a little nose. Um, he wins with excellent leverage. He's got nice short area quickness, good motor, but doesn't know how to use his hands. Um, You want to see him get stronger in the lower body. I thought his anchor was a little inconsistent when he is playing uh, as a one tech or a nose to anchor down command doubles. Um, I think, so I think when you look at him, the upside is the size, the athleticism, and the potential, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a lot of projection in my mind. To, to just yeah. in terms of some people calling him a first-round pick, I think that's a lot of projection.
1: I, I agree with you. Um, I, like He really probably would have benefited from the season. Obviously mm-hmm. he, he, it's not his fault that he can't play, but uh, he's probably going to look good at whatever version of a combine we get so that that's going to help the
0: him. other thing that's going to help him is it's a very unproven defensive tackle class right mm-hmm. like yeah. marvin wilson is i would say the most proven guy in the group and it's not like he's a slam dunk first round pick he needs this season to kind of get there he mm-hmm. he's more of a, a, a early day two guy in my mind for now um and then like the other guys it's a lot like christian barmore uh jordan yep. davis that's both Tons of upside, but projection, guys. Twyman. Yeah, yeah Twyman, same boat. Shelvin's obviously a, a true nose, so you lose some value there, and that's going to ding him. Uh, and then, like, even guys like like Levi on Muzuriki. On Muzuriki? On on he loses yep. the season. Jordan yep. Scott loses the season. And it's just – it's a very cloudy defensive tackle class. So, I can understand why he declared – and there's a lot of upside there, but again, a lot of projection. Like that's not mm-hmm. a guy I would feel comfortable based off the tape I've seen taken in the first round.
1: I agree with you, Robert.
0: Um, the other guys, uh, Sage Surratt is a guy I think we both love, mm-hmm. but deep wide receiver class, I, I he he's he's gonna f- like light up the combine now. Like he's just a height, weight, speed monster. So yeah. Depending on on what happens, like, I I could legitimately see him sneaking into the back end of the first round.
1: Uh, I feel, like, comfortable with with saying he's a
0: second. Yes, me, no, totally agree. And especially because a lot of these top receivers are going to get to play the season, it's looking like, at this point. Like, Jamar Chase, the Alabama guys. um, I mean, Rondell Moore is already declared as well. But, like, Rondell Moore if medicals check out, I think it's above stage they're at. Um, and like Tom Wallace gets to play this year. So I think he's, he's probably a top 50 pick, but first round I could see him getting there with a big combine, but for now Mm -hmm. not there. Um, Ambry Thomas is a guy I am shocked declared cause he, it's very split on where people stand on him.
1: Yeah. I was about to say that people are really hot and cold
0: on him. Um, I don't really like him. Like, I yeah. think he's a day three prospect.
1: I think I'm higher on him than you are, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a little surprising. And uh, Slater Slater's another guy kind of feels like he'll be a top 50 guy.
0: Slater is a guy, I'm sure, the more I see, the more I think he's going to end up in the first round.
1: Yep, yep. And that's uh, a
0: guy you banged the table for on the Big Ten show. <clears throat> and um, he he just seems really safe.
1: Yeah, I, I know, exactly. I I still... I hate saying it, but he might be a guard to me. I know. I,
0: I I agree with you. And the length questions will come into play for sure. But because after suwell it's such an open tackle class. Yeah. Like he might be, he might be the second best tackle in this class. But I mean, I mean, Alex Leatherwood gets this season. Cosme gets yeah, this season. So we'll see. But it'll be fun. And then Tommy Doyle. That's it. That's a guy who I think. Um, Entered the year as a potential early day three guy doesn't get the season, yeah. but the physical tools are all there. Um, big combine could could go a long way in, in a very open tackle class.
1: Yeah, I, I'm still a big fan of Tommy Doyle, and not just because he was on the show.
0: Uh, I I don't believe you.
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think he was like already in that fourth fifth round range for me. So yeah. Like you said, the class is pretty. The other and, thing is,
0: uh, with him, he could be at the Senior Bowl if the Senior Bowl happens, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, I think he should be there.
0: I mean, I, I'd be surprised if he's not. But hey, uh,
1: he wasn't on the watch list, I don't think, right? So,
0: well, must be a liberal. Um, I, I shouldn't have said that, but I did. <laughs> and, we, and we press on. Um, let's talk AFC South football. <laughs> good Transition,
1: let's do, it, let's do it, baby. Uh,
0: sorry, I had to dunk on Jim Nagy back there. And
1: oh, and now you said his name, we're fucked.
0: God damn it, he's gonna track us down.
1: <laughs>
0: Bring back Phil uh, Savage. Rob,
1: <clears throat> I kind of miss Phil Savage, anyways. Um, AFC Rob, South. You, would you like to hear my records for the AFC? Yeah, South? can
0: you go t- top to bottom?
1: Sure, I can do top to bottom. It's the AFC buddy? South, it is the AFC South. Uh, at the top. I got the Tennessee Titans 11 and 5.
0: Finish your drink.
1: Really? Okay, let's do it. Uh at second place, the Indianapolis Colts 9 and 7. Finish your
0: drink. What the fuck? No.
1: Third, the Houston Texans. I don't think we're finishing our drink here. 8 and 8. Finish your drink. No fucking way. I don't believe you. I feel like you full of shit right now. And last, but definitely not least, the Jacksonville Jaguars at 3 and 13.
0: Don't finish your drink. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I I also have the Titans winning the division at 11 five. The Colts probably sneaking in as the seven seed or six seed at nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Texans missing the playoffs eight and eight. Jaguars finishing last at one and fifteen.
1: You want to talk? I want to start with the Jags. Just sure. talk a little Jags football. Sure. Um,
0: um, um, at the end of the day, I I, I mean, Doug I, I Marone. Picking first overall. Doug Marone's yeah. got to be dead man walking.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like. Uh, if he's back, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, uh, okay. Well,
1: first of all, Trevor Lawrence is a Jacksonville Jaguar. I, I feel like right now. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you look at it, if that that offense Lawrence is walking into isn't isn't bad as long as he's got a no. competent play caller. You
0: get a thousand yard receiver in DJ Chark. Lavisca Chanel uh, oh, is your kind of yeah. developmental. Uh, like, rookie weapon uh, that you get weapon. Yep. get to move around. D.D. D. Westbrook as the third option. Uh, he's Fine. Yeah, he's shown flashes. It's a weird, like, Keelan Cole, Chris Conley. Those guys have played a lot of snaps. You've got Colin Johnson, who you also drafted, who... Um, it, it was a bit of a polarizing prospect. I, I liked him more than where he was drafted. Me too. Um, it's not a bad wide receiver group. They still the tight end positions forever mystery in Jacksonville.
1: <laughs> they, they have a lot of them, and uh, none of them are. I mean, Tyler Eifert's good, but he can't stay healthy. He's Do you
0: think Leonard right Fournette's or. a Jaguar next year? Uh
1: no, me neither. But if he is, like that's a fine running back, you know.
0: <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm fine. sold. But they've got Divine Ezekiel on the roster.
1: Yeah, and uh Reckel Armstead baby, the rock. Uh, they've been investing the line.
0: They've been investing yeah. in the offensive line. Juwan Taylor had an up and down rookie year, but he looks like the future at right tackle. I do think mm-hmm. Cam Robinson's a guard. I still think that. And I th- mm-hmm. I think Ben Barch, who they drafted in the fourth round, is a more interesting tackle option than Cam Robinson.
1: See, I, I if you were to ask me right now, I, I think they're sticking with Robinson at tackle on Barch. Is competing with can for that, that that other guard spot,
0: which I just I think there's, like I, I think Cam I, Robinson being a guard a could time. be a, a Pro Bowl type player. Yeah, and yeah. As a tackle, his his flaws are more e- or easier to take advantage of. It's not the worst offensive line in the world, but it's not great.
1: No, like Norwell, he's
0: been a letdown, solid. but he's still an average yeah. guard. Yeah, lenders. The, the pieces hands. are there. I think the. I mean, the important thing is getting rid of Doug Marone and, and getting a f- fresh front office in there. <laughs> finally, yeah. Um, I mean, like the Yannick Ngakwe seg was seg has been ridiculous, and like the, they've they've already planned to move on from it and, and they still haven't been able to do so. Yeah,
1: that's a mess. I mean, on defense, the amount of talent that has left them over the last year, year and a half, whatever. Uh, is astounding, <laughs> but y- like you look at the front, and there's a lot of like young, interesting, like like Josh Allen had a really good rookie year, uh, Caleb Von Shea that's really exciting. Taven Bryan potential hasn't shown it, but that's interesting, you know. Uh, Tami they, good. They've here.
0: invested in the off or the defensive line. Josh Allen yeah, is a, De- a, a pro Bowl type player. Devontae
1: Hamilton. A, that's a nice yeah.
0: Yannick Ngakwe is a first round pick with all kinds of upside. Similar situation to when they drafted Josh Allen last year, where we're not sure what kind of role they're going to deploy him, in. and then Josh Allen ended up just being a true edge. Uh,
1: you Freudian slip there, Rob. You, you called uh, Chason Ngakwe. Whatever,
0: you know what I meant. Uh Taven I, I think it's starting to feel like he's not.
1: This is the year, right? Like he's got to show yeah. something.
0: But they, they they also have the Rams' first round pick too, right? So let's say mm-hmm. the and the Rams are obviously in a tough division where it wouldn't be a shock if the Rams are picking top fifteen.
1: Uh no not shocking I I think I think I'm more in that 15 to 20 camp me me too
0: I'm just saying yeah and the, yeah. and then they bring in Joe Schobert, who's one of the most underrated off ball linebackers stick him next to Miles Jack
1: that's that's a good duo and the the the,
0: the secondary young but it's coming together at least you get yeah. like I think Ronnie Harrison's a fine starting strong safety C J Henderson you invest in and
1: and then it's, it's and my, it and
0: then totally yeah. falls off but. The pieces are there, like between Allen, Chaseon, Jack, Schobert, uh, Henderson, Harrison, like that's your core on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's gonna take a couple of years. It's it's gonna take going one in fifteen, getting Trevor Lawrence, restock, getting a head coach and a GM who are on the same page, yeah, and and, and building towards the future. It's like a three year plan, five year plan to turn this thing around. Yeah, like I, he's, this is a worse situation than like assuming Trevor Lawrence ends up the Jaguar. This is a worse situation than Joe Burrow walking into Cincinnati or Kyler Murray walking into Arizona. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Part, partially it, just it, because there's never been any real stability within the franchise. Right. Yeah.
1: No, that that's a good point. I mean like on paper, like, like, like we just went over the <laughs> offense isn't bad and it's, it's young. Right. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, kind of don't have faith in them hiring the right coach either, which is as bad like you I say, like just I,
0: I like the ownership. Yeah. I just don't think, like, I don't know why Con brought back Roan. I don't know why what's his name still the GM. Yeah, Caldwell. Yeah, Caldwell's been there since, what, 2013? <laughs> and hasn't ever really they done anything. Playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just totally fell apart the following year. They rewarded Blake Bortles with a ridiculous contract, even though everyone knew it was bad. <laughs> like I don't know how they get that that staff and that front office have had so many chances. It starts with redoing that, and then ending up with Trevor Lawrence. Anyway, Texans talk. We both have them. Are they... We both have them going eight and eight and missing the playoffs. I assume.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're they're kind of uninteresting to me this year, to be
0: honest. I'd I mean, feel bad for Deshaun but... Watson.
1: Me too. I love Deshaun Watson. Um
0: top but, five quarterbacks mm, in the league. They trade yeah. one of the three best receivers in football.
1: No, Rob, you forgot the spin zone though, baby. <laughs> what was it? He relies on Hopkins too much. Yeah. She, this is gonna make him a better quarterback. And they're, they're going for speed, Rob. Hopkins is slow. Don't forget that.
0: They bring in often injured Brandon Cooks, often injured David Johnson. Oh, David Johnson. Often injured Randall Cobb. Often <laughs> Old Randall to pair Cobb. with often injured, Will Fuller. Will Fuller, yeah. Um, it's, uh, and and the, the the weird thing is, like, all the receivers are similar style. Like, Kenny Stills and Will yeah. Fuller and Brandon Cooks are all, in theory, the same idea. Kiki Kuti was a promising rookie, and now he's wide receiver six, and also the same idea as everybody else ahead of him. It's just it's it's ridiculous the way Bill O'Brien has – but at the same time, if they end up making the playoffs again, I, even though it feels like every off season we're all criticizing Bill O'Brien, especially because yeah. they don't have a GM and he has too much power and whatever. And but then if they make the playoffs, does it matter? Who knows.
1: And and Watson can drag this team to the playoffs. I
0: I, I think so. I mean, the offensive line. It, it can't it, be. It showed flashes. Like, Laramie Tunsil is a Pro Bowl player, obviously. Yes. And you saw some flashes from Titus Howard uh, I, I, and Max Sharpe. I I could say the, ro-
1: yeah, the rookies were b- better, better than expected. Than, yeah, Nick Martin's yeah, a fine
0: exactly. center. And, and they get another year of continuity together. Another year in the system. Yep. In theory, it could be better. Um, my boy, Callie Waring, missed his whole rookie <laughs> year. He's he's going to be a star. I
1: I saw some uh, training camp hype for him today. Actually, fuck
0: yeah! Uh, and then defensively, uh they Anthony Weaver takes over as the defensive play caller, and, and like they just the, the cupboard always seems full on the defensive line, even if it's lesser known names. Like I think Charles Ameny who's gonna um, have a huge yeah, year.
1: Say that for later yeah, for JJ
0: Watt if he's healthy. They they got Ross Blacklock in the second round, a guy we were both quite high on. Mm-hmm. Um, they draft my boy Jonathan Grenard. Yep. Whitney Merciless is healthier, maybe. Oh, he was not very good last year. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess, but I, st- I, st- I still believe in the Merciless. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I guess the injuries.
0: Um, Zach Cunningham and B- Bernardrick McKinney <laughs> are one of the best mm-hmm. inside linebacker duos. So like, the 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 front seven, it's not as loaded as it has been, but there's still talent up there. It, it's
1: still like middle of the pack in the NFL, right? The I, I just
0: the think NFL. there's less depth on the defensive line than there has been in the past, but um,
1: definitely. But and if, they don't have that. Uh, not, if JG
0: Watt's not healthy, they don't have a reliable yeah. pass rusher. Not
1: to the extent of the Jaguars, but they've lost a lot of talent on defense the last few years too. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, secondary wise, it, if, I feel I still feel like I. It's headed in the right direction. There's still. A piece or two away. Justin Reed, I think, is the dude. Yeah. Bradley Roby was quite good for them last year, and I think he's a, mm-hmm. a starting caliber corner. Garyon Conley, I'm I'm ready for it to happen. He he played well down the stretch last year. Um, Lonnie Johnson, they invest in that. He'll need to take major step forward, and they yeah. still need to find that other safety, but. Yeah. It's Just when when you look at it at all, it's not a bad team, and they have a top five quarterback, and Bill O'Brien as a head coach has done a good job. But I just I can't see them winning more than eight games.
1: I agree. Like eight even feels like Watson's pulling a few out of his ass, you know.
0: Especially in this division where the Titans and Colts, the Titans are coming off an AFC Championship appearance, and the Colts got much better in theory. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's tough to see them winning more than eight. Yep. Speaking of the Colts,
1: how, how how what do you think Phillip Rivers is going to look like this year? That's the big question for this team, right?
0: I think we have seen Frank Reich yep. take a quarterback in Andrew Luck who was coming off a major injury mm-hmm. and kind of hide some of the shortcomings until he really got into a groove. Mm-hmm. And I think Frank Reich will be able to do some of that with Phillip Rivers Obviously, Andrew Luck was a much better quarterback than Philip Rivers is right now, but I I think Philip Rivers can be average, and I think Philip Rivers is always going to be willing to take deep shots, and that's what is yeah. separates him from what Jacoby Brissett was doing last year. Is Brissett wouldn't go downfield, mm-hmm. Brissett kind of fell in love with just um, not making a mistake instead of, uh, taking the big play.
1: It it to 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 defend Jacoby Brissett a little bit. It didn't help that he had like virtually no one to throw to the football to.
0: Yeah, so. but he also wouldn't go downfield, so. I'm I'm not defending just saying. You are defending. Yeah. Uh he's
1: and, the best quarterback in the
0: league. And country. then they they also obviously they they take Jonathan Taylor and just stick him behind this offensive line, which is one of the best offensive lines in football. Um I don't know if there's an offensive line with more continuity over the last 2 years yeah. than this offensive line. You yep. get a healthy TY Hilton. Um, you draft Michael Pittman, who I think fits exactly what Philip Rivers was used yes. to in in uh, San Diego. With and Vincent LA.
1: Jackson stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Paris Gamble gets another year. Jack Doyle's uh, assault safety. Like, this is Philip Rivers. This is the best offensive line Philip Rivers has ever had. And you're sticking a Pro Bowl caliber running back. I know he's never played a snap in the league, but I think Jonathan Taylor behind this offensive line should be a rookie of your favorite.
1: Yeah, not not to mention Marlon Mack is our, is a really good running back, and Naim Hines is a
0: good satellite, uh, satellite guy. Satellite, yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's a it. Truly, it comes down to either Paris Campbell taking a step, yeah, or Michael yeah. Pittman being an immediate impact player because that's kind of the one. Uh, uh, like other than Philip Rivers, that's the one question because we we don't you, know how much Philip Rivers has left in the tank.
1: No, yeah, that's yeah. Do you, I think we both lean towards Pittman being good as a rookie over Campbell taking a step?
0: Yeah, I would. I would say it's more likely that Campbell has like a specific role this year, at least, than yeah. him taking like a major step as a true receiver. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, but ultimately, I think in this system, like Philip Rivers can. I think he's going to turn the ball over at the end of the day because that's just who he is. So it, it, it that that would be the one thing holding me back. Like I love the Colts. I've I've loved them under the the ranked Ballard regime.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it's hard to see them really pushing the double digit wins when I I think Phil Rivers at what at best is the 18th best quarterback in the league, maybe. Uh
1: okay, to make a slight case for Philip Rivers and just to play Devil's advocate, like It felt like Rivers, and especially... It's almost felt like he's been playing from behind a lot. That's true.
0: No, you're not wrong. And 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 the offensive line. And and, uh, obviously, as he's gotten older, he loses mobility. And he was never a big mobile quarterback in the first place. And now he he gets an offensive line of Anthony Costanzo, who's a borderline Pro Bowl player. Probably the most underrated left tackle in the NFL, to be honest. All-pro Quentin Nelson. Pro Bowler Ryan Kelly. Mark Lewinsky who, when healthy, is one of the most underrated guards in football. And then Braden Smith, who it feels like he's on the cusp of pro Bowl ability.
1: Yeah. And it's like not just in games those Rivers kinda trailing from behind and trying to wing it a bit, but like I almost feel like the seasons got away from him early in the last yeah. few years
0: too, right? If he can if he can maybe Wright can get him to force less throws like yeah, if he if he can throw for four thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns, and twelve picks, like that is what they need.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And, and I, I like you said, I, I it will be less on him to win games when he's got this Backbacks, offensive line, this this line. running back core, T.Y. Hilton, uh, and, and and we haven't even talked about the defense that adds an all pro <laughs> defensive player, the your caliber player into Forrest Buckner. You stick him with Justin Houston, who had a great comeback season last year. Yep. And, and good good just depth. Like, Taekwon Lewis, it's, Danico yeah. Audrey, I know Ben Benigou got hurt this week, but assuming he's mm-hmm. healthy. Like, they've they've done well to build some depth there. You've got a, yep. another pro bowler behind that in Darius Leonard. An experienced linebacker in Anthony Walker, who I, I don't even know if he'll start because I think Bobby Okereke's on his heels.
1: He had a pretty pretty nice little rookie year, yeah.
0: And if Chemico Trey can get back healthy, it feels like he he could be with Bachner commanding double teams on the inside. Yeah. Justin Houston see, uh, seeing more attention. Like it feels like Trey could have a huge year.
1: Mm-hmm. The the but yeah, he's he's on the the pop list right now, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And then I, I overall the I think the biggest question defensively is corner, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I mean, Kenny
0: Moore's locked down he, at nickel. You you hope David Rhodes gonna have to you it. hope Malik Hogar finds I I think partially it's scheme like he needs to be a single high safety yeah but uh, him and Kari Willis I, I think complement each other extremely well mm-hmm. um and they drafted Julian Blackman who you, they draft him on, on day two so you two. you expect that he yeah. he might have a role early um. It, you mentioned Xavier Rhodes. Like, how much does he have left in the tank? Rocky Sin needs to take a big leap in year two. So, I guess corner and receiver are the big questions.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, again, Phil what what's he going to look like? Right.
0: Uh, okay. The Tennessee Titans. They, and not a lot has changed roster-wise. It just feels like they're built to... Like, they, it doesn't feel like they'll have a major regression... Unless
1: Tannehill completely shits the bed, but I but feel the, like
0: the, the... like they just had such a good plan there. Like I don't love yeah. Ryan Tannehill, but Arthur Smith did a really good job. They bring back Derek yeah. Henry and, and tagging him is smart. You don't have to pay him for real. Or the, the, no, they actually did pay him, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't now know I'm really losing now, my mind. It also feels like it's still March right now, so it's weird. Yeah, they paid him. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. No, I'm out on him. Um, no, but...
1: I mean, it's, a, it's it wasn't a good call, but it, it works for this year.
0: You get A.J. Brown another year. That, I guess, ultimately, like, Corey Davis needs to... I don't, I think yes. he, that's just not happening. Like, I think he'll be an okay receiver again. But... Yeah. The offense returns pretty much everybody.
1: Yeah, except for Jack Conklin. And, uh... And...
0: and that's... Dennis Kelly's probably going to start. I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, Isaiah Wilson made some poor decisions. COVID-related decisions recently. And I think he's mm-hmm. in the doghouse. But the rest of the offensive line, like Nate Davis had a really good rookie year. Ro- mm-hmm. Roger Saffold, although not Pro Bowl guy anymore, still quite good. Taylor LeJuan, same thing. I think it's it's the second best offensive line in the division. You've got the best, I I, I don't know game plan offensively just because you know what you're going to get game in game out from Derrick Henry as long as he's healthy yeah, and Tannehill's exactly. so good in the play action pass game and then you just need to get the ball in A.J. Brown's hands
1: and yeah exactly on defense I-, I think they're only getting better too
0: I think well I if the big the, be- the big question is they need to find that edge rusher
1: yeah
0: Good, uh, Uh, good analysis. Thanks, AJ. Um,
1: (laughs) I thought you were still talking, and then I wasn't sure. Yeah, no. I mean, I believe in Harold Landry, but yeah, opposite of him is uh,
0: well, he needs to step it up too. Yeah, and and yeah, Yeah, and they. I mean, they bring in Vic Beasley, but that's been super weird. Um, (laughs) And I think Jeffrey Simmons is going to take a huge jump this year. Um, I think Larell Murchison could could make an impact as a rookie. Like, I don't think the defense is like the defensive line's a bit of a question mark.
1: Because, yeah, you don't – like, Daquan Jones is fine. Um,
0: it, it, it's really re- relying on Simmons and Harold Landry to take big leaps.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I believe in both of them, Rob. Me too. And it, on the inside uh, inside linebacker, you, you, I think we both believe in Rashawn Evans. Well, I Rashawn Evans is one
0: of the best league. off-ball linebackers in the league last year. And then Jayon Brown, I think, is quite underrated. Um, yep. And then the secondary, they, <laughs> it feels like they just keep on investing. But, like, it... it, it well, it Kevin doesn't... Byard's a pro <laughs> bowler. Yes. And I, I Adoree Jackson's been very up and down.
1: Yeah. The
0: the big question is, Logan Ryan's gone. Who's replacing that? I don't think Jonathan Joseph's really got anything left in the hang. How quickly can Christian Fulton impact the game? Mm-hmm. Um, Ken, Kenny Vaccaro has been a good big nickel for them. The, I, I think that the combination of question in the secondary to me is... Overall athleticism and size,
1: but they have and it's yeah I agree. And then it's kind of they have depth, kind of which is fun because I still like Dan Croshank and Amani Hooker is a good football player. Like it's kind of funny, yeah. They're like they're gonna be a really uninteresting eleven and five. I
0: think Vrabel being just such a good coach and um, mm-hmm. Arthur Smith as as the uh, OCU who out of nowhere was just awesome last yeah. year.
1: I think neither of us kind of believed in. Him. No, like I, I I shit football. on them
0: for that hire. Yeah, and uh, he he was so much more creative than I expected, and really mm. just matched the offense to Tannehill's strength, and, and they just played mean mean power football with a lot of play action pass mixed in, and getting the ball into playmakers' hands like AJ Brown. I yep. it just feel like it's the same formula you can win the division doing that, just because of where the questions lie with the other teams.
1: Yeah, it's almost like I mean personally, it's like tight end. The Tennessee's not a team I'm going to want to tune into every no. fucking Sunday. But but the
0: plan's there. They're,
1: they're getting wins.
0: Yeah, and if to me it feels like this should be the Colts' division going forward. But the the big question is Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, want to rank some quarterbacks? Ten to one. Yeah, go for it.
1: <laughs> Ten just so the, this division falls off quick after like the top six. But anyways. Uh, Ten because he's the newcomer, I gotta throw throw him in. Trevor Simeon, baby. <laughs> Ninth, I got Mike Glennon. It's terrible. Eighth, Josh Dobbs. Seven, uh, the would be first round pick trade guy, Adrian McCarron. Six, six, the rookie Jacob Eason. Uh Five, Jacoby Brissett. Four, Gardner Minshew. Three, Ryan Tannehill. Two, Philip Rivers. Uh, that's that's. That's the debate there. Uh, I struggled. And number one, obviously, Deshaun Watson.
0: We had like half of them the same, but I didn't say finish your drink because you're going real fast.
1: Yeah, it's not that interesting.
0: <laughs> Ten, Swag Kelly. Nine, Mike Glennon. Eight, Jake Luton. Seven, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> Six, Jacob Eason. Five, Jacoby Brissett. Four, Gardner Minshew. Three, Phil Rivers. Two, Ryan Tannehill. One, Deshaun Watson. My, my reasoning for Tannehill or Rivers is yep. I, I feel like at this point I have a better idea of what I'm getting with Tannehill. Like he's now Alex
1: Smith. I think you're right, but I, I, it's push comes to shove. I love. Well, uh, I
0: respect, and I think you made a good point earlier. It's the situation he was in didn't fit what he had left in the tank, and this is like I, I had mentioned too with Frank Reich. I think he'll be able to tailor the offense to what Rivers' strengths are at this point, at least.
1: Mm -hmm. Like okay, if you were. A coach, so it, it, it's your team. It's it's not either of these rosters. Okay, who would you take as your quarterback? Philip Rivers or Ryan, Ryan Just Ryan Okay, and that's why you chose him.
0: Correct. There you go. Uh, okay, MVP choice. This is not a good division for it because unless you think the Texans are a playoff team.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, I chose Deshaun Watson, me, but I don't think they're a Me team.
0: too, because he's the only choice.
1: He, yeah, if they, I mean, Derrick Henry MVP. It, mean, if, if they, they make, make the playoffs,
0: playoffs he's a, probably a legitimate MVP choice. It, it, absolutely, exactly.
1: If they don't make the playoffs, it's because uh, he might have, you know, missed time or whatever. Like you know Or what because I mean? or of, of the
0: team sucks. Not because yeah, exactly. of him. Offensive player of the year, pretty Derek Henry, Pretty hard to pick against that when we both think the Titans are going to win division. Because I think we both think that they'll win the division on his legs. Exactly, yeah. Um,
1: again, pretty boring.
0: <laughs> yeah. Defensive player of the year? DeForest Buckner. Yeah, um, I think that's another easy, it's another easy choice.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, I kind of like it's more fun picking newcomers and newcomers get all the attention, you know what I mean, when it's a big uh, big offseason move. And again, after him, it, it's, there's not really any uh, slam dunks, like, unless you're J.J. Watt, but well, you, you, you can't really bet on
0: him now. Or, yeah. or you're projecting Josh Allen or Jeffrey Simmons to take big, big leap. <laughs>
1: Or like Darius Leonard having seven hundred tackles. Yeah, or Kevin Byard. That's about it. You could you could pick Kevin Byard. Yeah, you you could. Yeah, you're right. I guess if he hits ten ten picks, which is uh, not okay, impossible what? For him.
0: You have to have ten picks what? to win Defensive Player of the Year. No one has ten picks.
1: It's not impossible. Are you he fucked? Had like nine? Didn't he?
0: no one's had ten picks in the NFL since like Ed Reed in two thousand nine.
1: I'm just, how many, okay, as a safety, what type of numbers would you have to put up? Like, that's what to I'm be, saying.
0: You don't have to have 10 picks to win Defensive Player of the Year as a DB. Stefan Gilmore sure, certainly didn't last year. That's, that's true. A little little different, though, but yeah. What? Troy Palomalu didn't.
1: Different, yeah, I'm a different player, too. Okay, but, but they're safety still. But he? Bart eight picks like three years Yeah, in. you said he Ooh, has to have 10. I don't, yeah, did he win with eight? No, exactly. Case closed, Rob.
0: You say outlandish yeah. things and then don't like when I call you on it. Offensive rookie of the year, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. How many yards do you think he runs for, considering that they still have Marlon I... Mack coming off in a thousand-yard year?
1: Yeah, that's why I don't know. Do you... But it feels like he's featured, and I saw saw some training camp yeah. stuff saying that they're going to throw to the running backs more than any other team. Which is training camp. I don't know if that's true.
0: Do you think yeah. like Do you think Marlon Mack's just getting completely shafted?
1: I hope he's not because he's a good running back.
0: Yeah, but they're all replaceable. and None of them matter.
1: Uh, I feel like he's gonna hit a thousand,
0: like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I think so too. And Naeem Hines can have a thousand receiving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, de- and
1: Matt Max Matt goes 500 five hundred, five <laughs>
0: hundred. Defensive Rookie of the Year. This is hard.
1: Yeah, I, I chose C.J. Henderson just kind of out of desperation here.
0: I feel like the the favorable picks are him or Chase On because they'll be playing a lot.
1: She's on my second choice, but yeah. Uh, again, as you kind of touched on, I don't know what his role is exactly. I, At least Henderson's just going to be out, out there on an the island.
0: I yeah. went with Christian Fulton.
1: Okay, he's was, he was up there I too. think he yeah.
0: is a corner who, although he fell the second round because his ceiling wasn't nearly as high as some of the other options, he's one of the higher okay. floor corners, really safe, savvy, technically sound corner who can play inside or outside, and I think they kind of are going to need it because, again, I don't think Jonathan Joseph's mm. got anything left in the tank.
1: <laughs> it feels like J.J. was like 47. He's 36. He feels older than that, but he's still still playing. Um, Yeah, for me, like like you kind of touched on, Um, I don't see, like even though Fulton has a better chance to have a better rookie year than these two, especially because of the team he's on. They'll running,
0: have way less uh, uh, um, coverage, like media yeah. attention.
1: Yeah, exactly, and... I feel like he's less likely to uh, stuff some stats with him.
0: Um, okay, offensive line of the year, pretty obvious. The the Colts, yeah. Um, comeback player of the year, lots of options.
1: Uh, I, I'm just the guy you can choose. The last three, four years, J.J. Watt.
0: Maybe. I also picked him, but you could pick T.Y. Hilton, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, yeah. or David Johnson.
1: Are, are you going to pick David Johnson? No,
0: most improved.
1: <laughs> Charles Amanahue. What? What? I don't know. That's why I picked. F- but I, I you know, do
0: not understand what most improved is.
1: I do, but uh, yeah, just, gr- like, oh, great right rookie out. year. Well,
0: year two. We we've discussed <laughs> this. S- Your two guys shouldn't be in the most improved category.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Then I, I picked Malik Hooker. Pick? Okay, that's a good one. I, I feel know. like we picked him the last two years though.
0: Gary and Conley also a good choice. Breakout player. This is where you could pick Charles Amenyhu. This is where I considered him. I I really I
1: would have. Uh I'm I'm going with Harold Landry. Uh, I think he's gonna take the step.
0: I'm going with Rashawn Evans. I think he becomes an all pro.
1: So I really I wrote down Evans, Landry, and Simmons. Uh I was gonna say all three of them, like as a not not individually, but as a bunch.
0: I'm that sur- they all make the pro I'm ball. surprised you didn't pick Bobby Okariki. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like him, but I, uh, I don't know if he's going to break out. I, I do still like Okereke. Though. Coach of the year, Mike Frable.
0: Me too. Uh, assistant coach of the year,
1: Arthur Smith. Which is, uh, if you told me this, I was saying this a year ago. I, I'd be, I wouldn't believe it.
0: I pick Matt Eberflus. Give him okay. to Forrest Buckner. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. GM of the year, Chris Ballard. Agreed. John Robinson. Good. Uh, good second choice though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, see, as we kind of touch, touch upon, it kind of feels like they're the same
0: team. Yeah ballard well i mean
1: yeah ballard with bringing rivers that get some attention and stuff you know
0: 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of control but there is one thing you can control not shaving your bush our sponsors at manscaped are here to remind you to do so the manscaped lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you confidence body i can't read to give you a confidence boost through body image their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscaped in the shower, in the dark, in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. I'm reading fast. They, just released, they just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is a perfect add on their Lawnmower 3.0. I don't makes sense. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury <laughs> four piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail, nail. Clippers, and a medium grit nail file. Speaking of clippers, they lost. The Did Sheer, they? To Luca. Yeah, Luca hit a I, game winning three. The Shears 2.0 nail <laughs> kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver an anti-chafing ball deodorant moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp bass with natural hydros and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that this is so long. That's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if you catch if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscape.com, check out some of their life-changing products. In fact, listeners of the show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com. Use uh, uh use the code armchair. grad 2020 by the horns by shaving the, your horns.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what happened with that one uh okay listeners this is how i want you to picture that ad like he's the announcer on the price is right and he's running through all these products and i think if you picture it like that with some models showing it off one guy one girl i think it's a perfect ad reach.
0: and bet on sports i'm watching utah denver right now 90 90 with eight minutes to go or I might say six minutes i can't read and i don't have my glasses how, ma-
1: how many points for uh mitchell and murray
0: yeah, I haven't been. I'm doing podcasts. I haven't been like tracking their
1: points. Oh, that's what you've been doing this whole
0: time. So go to betonline.ag and bet on teams with Canadians like the Denver Nuggets.
1: 29 points for Jamal Murray tonight. 22 for Mitchell. Take their overs, baby. They're dropping points.
0: Um. Okay. NFC South. <laughs> yeah. Go. <laughs> I'm out. Are you I'm out. Okay? No, I've had to do a lot of talking. I mean, someone has to carry this show.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. I'll carry this shit. I'm hitting all of these dead on. This is 100% correct. You ready, Rob? Carolina in fourth place. 5-11. and 11. I think they squeak it out to five wins. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons going seven and 9 finishing third place. Does Dan Quinn get fired? I don't know. Not if they win three of the last four games or something. Uh, second place the most interesting team in all of football maybe uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I'm interested to see what you have them going I was kind of lower uh, uh, like two months ago on them I don't know why I think I'm just bought into the hype I got them going 11-5 and five. and then winning the division maybe the best team in football or the second best team in football the New Orleans Saints going 12-4 and four. they could easily be 13-3 and three.
0: I have three of the four teams with better records than you give them Okay. Panthers two and fourteen.
1: I I, th- I figured you're gonna be lower on the Carolina. Yeah,
0: now. I think they're taking Justin Fields.
1: I do too, but yeah.
0: Um, Falcons eight and eight. Okay. It feels like they just have to win seven to nine games.
1: That's what they do. That's that's it. And
0: then like yeah. Dan Quinn might be back, but Thomas Dimitrov will be. Tampa, <laughs> thirteen and three. Holy shit. Okay. Saints 13 right. 3. Okay. I think this year, more than See, any other year, having a competent coach, especially on the offensive side of the ball,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a veteran quarterback and pass catchers who can easily get on the same page as that veteran quarterback, along mm-hmm. with offensive line, experienced offensive line play. And I mean, that's why I think the Saints are the best team. In the NFC in general. Or in oh, the best shape, it. at least. And uh, I believe uh, that the, this Bucks team is just... It's, I honestly... A lot of it is the Bucks defense. I think the Bucks defense is going to be so good.
1: You want to start there? No. Oh, I want to start with okay, the
0: Panthers. Okay. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Want- we can start there. Because <laughs> right.
1: um, I, I, I think that... First of all, the Bucks are the most interesting. And I think it's the defense is the most interesting part of everything. <laughs> um, okay, you, you sell me on this defense. It's not like I'm low. I got them going 11-5. to five. Okay. I, but hit me with Ta,
0: this. Todd yeah. Bowles, um, I think we... You, it, you, you sold me. One, you sold one me. of the best defensive coordinators in the league. We can't forget that.
1: I love Todd yeah. Bowles. We we both yeah. kind of want him to stick with the Jets. But it, yeah. we, I think we're...
0: okay. Okay, I'm supposed to be selling you. Relax.
1: Okay, sorry. V- v-
0: you got me excited with Todd oh, fuck. <laughs> Vita Vea, entering year three, had a really strong season down the stretch last mm-hmm. year. Sue's back. Um, and, and then you get to, you, the other part of the defensive line is kind of the main question you have. But yeah. Levante David's coming off yet another all-pro season in which he was not recognized. Devin White yeah. enters year two. He was fantastic down the stretch as well. Sticking him next to david is where he can just be a fucking freak of an athlete make plays Mm -hmm. and not have to think where you've got levante david running that defense and then you bring back Shaq barrett who obviously led the league in sacks last year yep you bring back jason pierre paul who although he's not what he used to be he's still a very good run defender and i i think still gotta get you eight sacks secondary is the big question but hey no, no. Pac has talked about Jamel Dean more than us, and <laughs> Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis had some of, uh, had uh, had some of the like most impressive ball production among young corners last year. And,
1: and like Sean Murphy bunting up and down, but the ups were pretty good.
0: Yeah, like I think that's the three corners: Antoine yep. Winfield Jr. The the the. I mean, we were both really high on him, but the the reports of the camp have been very positive.
1: He feels like the most exciting thing about this defense. Yeah. Team. Like, like not saying he's gonna be the best player, but it's just like him coming in and being a stabilizing force, I, in that
0: I, I, which we've been saying
1: since the drafted I, I
0: think the big question overall with the defense is the lack of veteran play in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I'm just. I think this is gonna be a top ten defense. And then on the I was other,
1: to ask you how high. Then
0: on the other side of the ball, you insert Tom Brady with Bruce Arians, and obviously two. Pro Bowl slash all Pro receivers in Evans and Godwin. OJ Howard and Gronk, like it's pretty loaded. And then reports on Tristan Wirfs at right tackle been really positive out of camp. Mm -hmm. You get um, Jensen and Marpet are both two of the better interior offensive linemen in the division. Yep. I just, I don't know, I think everything's going to click and I just think under Arians and and Brady's guidance, it's just going to be a rock and roll team.
1: I think this defense is going to be better. Obviously, I think it's gonna be fun. I, I don't know if it's gonna be top ten, but I, I get, I get why you
0: believe that. Thanks. Also, my boy <laughs> Ronald oh, Jones can break out. I
1: knew you were gonna say that. Uh, hey, reports. What do you it. think? What do you think the Tom Brady led Bruce Arians offense is gonna look like? Is it gonna look more like the New England get the ball to Brady's hand style, or more like the Arians I don't downfield? Shots? I what, what do you think? I think
0: more of a like. A, It'll be more like what Brady was operating in New England, but with more mm-hmm. downfield shots. But partially because of personnel, like Brady hasn't had a guy like Mike Evans since Randy Moss. No. Yeah. So I th- I think it'll be a bit of a hybrid of the two.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with you.
0: But leaning more towards um, situations where Brady's just making the right reading and getting the ball out of his hands versus the. Arians Carson Palmer downfield attack but I do yeah again yeah. I think the, they'll have timely shots to Evans
1: yeah no I, I agree I, I it's I don't know like honestly when when you when Brady first signed there I'm like I had like nine and seven vibes I'll be honest and then as the summer kept going on I kind of kept believing more and more in this Bucs team I and love Bruce I, Arians I, I, I know you do And I I think Bruce Arian's A very good head coach But I hate him Just because As a Cardinal uh, I'm sh- I'm still I'm surprised you had 13-3 and three, But yeah I it, If you could only Watch one team this year Aside from the Pittsburgh Steelers Would it be the Tampa Bay
0: Buccaneers? Uh, Is
1: that a good question? I don't know
0: No it wouldn't be But Who would it be? P- probably the Cardinals
1: Really? Okay I, You always you always love the Cardinals Well I I yeah, just love the
0: and I love Kyler I know. Sick question, though. No, it beat the Panthers. Not Rule, <laughs> Baylor Let's talk Strong. about them. No. <laughs> Let's talk about the Saints. Why do we both have the Saints as I bet we both have them in the Super Bowl, don't we?
1: I'm not there yet, but uh, I, I, if you were to ask me right now, it's Saints-Chiefs Super Bowl.
0: Wait, then wh- well, why, you, I just said that, and you're like, I'm not there yet. But if you were to ask me, well, then no. you say I am there.
1: I haven't made my official oh, me me neither. Yet.
0: The, uh, I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: Uh, if, yeah. If you were to ask me right now would you are Rob just to make that clear? Yes, I do.
0: Okay. Breeze <laughs> is back. He strengthened his arm. I read an article about it. <laughs> um I mean, realistically, the biggest question is, uh, on the Saints offense is Breeze, the offensive line, which is already one of the best in the league.
1: Yeah, it's disgusting.
0: Got better because trading out uh Warford for our boy Caesar was, I think it's an upgrade. I think you think it's an upgrade. Teron Armstead's oh, yeah. going to be healthy. Ryan Ramchek's an all pro. Um, Andres Pete cashes in. Like it's it, it's a monstrous offensive line. Michael Thomas is coming off an offensive play of the year season. They bring in Manny yep. Sanders, who's like the perfect compliment. Oh yeah, to both Breeze and Thomas. Yeah. Um. Jared Jared I- Cook is. Um, he had a really great season. He did. And they bring in Trotman for depth. Uh it's kind of finding that the Ted Gin.
1: Yes. I still like Traquan Smith, but I know he, he just hasn't hasn't put it all together. I know he's not the Ted Gin, but you know what I well, mean.
0: Well, no, he is kind of like I think
1: uh, Yeah. He gets deep, but not the not the
0: juice that Teddy. No, knows. well, I mean, nobody has. Hey, you, you know, know, Ted funny? Ginn's like top thirty all time in NFL purpose yards, and people try to tell me he's a bust.
1: That's a that's a whole podcast to talk yeah. about if he's a bust or not. I, I say no,
0: Alvin in Miami. Yeah, Alvin Kamara's back healthy. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, maybe maybe the biggest question on the offense is that they don't have a running back too. But <laughs> like, who cares? Well. I mean, Latavius Murray does. You what just don't they want Alvin. Him
0: to. Yeah, yeah. I just you losing Mark Ingram took away from what Alvin Kamara does as a whole. Yeah, but uh, um. yeah, I mean, again, uh, in, in coming back to what I mentioned at the top, offensive line continuity is going to be more important than ever. And having a veteran presence at quarterback who's got great timing with veteran receivers, they check all the boxes. Then, defensively, Dennis Allen has been one of the best DCS in the league and you've got Cam Jordan coming off a defensive player of the year type of season. Mm-hmm. Marcus Davenport gets another year in the system. They have really great depth like Malcolm Brown, Marcus Hunt, bringing those guys in are they are they studs? <laughs> yeah. No, but they've played a lot of football and they played quality football. Sh-
1: sh- like Shy Tuttle was playing good. Looks. Yeah. Sh-
0: <laughs> Shy Tuttle was one of the like most random undrafted rookies to be Competent, and then uh,
1: like like yeah like like there's a lot of depth on that defensive line like like almost every player is like I like them yeah
0: when, well and Sheldon Rankins two years ago was having yeah. a great year and then injured and then spent last year kind of recovering now he he gets yeah. another year to be healthy David Onyemata has consistently been one of the best third defensive tackles in the league and then Demario Davis one of the best linebackers in football plus Alex Anzalone is finally healthy maybe. <laughs>
1: Guy, baby. You draft
0: Zach Bond, who I think would like, realistically, like the that trio is really fun, really athletic, really high energy. If you've got at Sam, Anzalone yeah. at will, and Demario Davis at Mike.
1: It almost felt like the the one thing the front and I didn't think about this before the draft, but the, that they're kind of missing a, a chess piece guy that they can move mm-hmm. around. With Zach Bond, yeah, and which it, uh, using him, seeing how they're going to use him, is going to be a lot of fun. And then
0: you jump to the secondary, and it's like they brought Malcolm Jenkins back, and he is a perfect, yeah, locker room he feel- locker room guy and guy yeah. just. Hold that secondary together and kind of because it's it's still pretty like it's a pretty youthful secondary. I know Marshawn Lattimore's been awesome early in his career, and Marcus mm-hmm. Williams but has been quite young. good in, early in his career. But they're both still young. Yeah. And then C.J. Gardner Johnson, I forget what's his name now. C.D. Tw-
1: C.D. C. Deuce, yeah, C.D.
0: Deuce. Thank you. Our boy Um is obviously entering year two as the nickel, and then you get Malcolm Jenkins to kind of hold that thing together and. Yeah, they also have like weird experience depth with Janoris Jenkins, Patrick Robinson, DJ Swanger. Swanger, yeah.
1: let me let me say this about Malcolm Jenkins. Like you kind of said, like the, the the glue there in the back end. It almost feels like he's the piece to finally get them to the Super Bowl, and it, it's not because of something he does in Week Four. Because you know you don't have to worry about that. The, the Saints are in the playoffs. It's just like that one play that the saints miss in the in the you know in the nfc championship game that feels like they're falling short on every year you know what i mean and it just feels like having him in the back end there is that little little piece but it's a big piece and what kind of can get them over the top he's a little piece but he's a big piece well, rob let it go
0: okay well he's also one of my favorite buckeyes of all time um I know. what is the biggest question with the saints team in your opinion
1: it could be Drew Brees' late season ability. Yeah,
0: like, it's like slowly regressing as the season goes and feels like he's losing some of that arm strength. But I read an article. I told you that, right?
1: Which, yeah, last year he he still had it and he missed four weeks, which is a little scarier too,
0: right? But Yeah, but then you get Jameis now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Taysom, we didn't even say Taysom. I, fuck, I don't even want to say his name. Ah, we, we almost pulled the perfect game there. Yeah, you, you, you blew it blew once it. again. I blew it. I blew it. Anyways. It, it's uh, just the,
0: it's insane when you think about the amount of depth this team has at almost every position. We just talked about some of that veteran secondary depth. If you look at their yeah. offensive line, like Nick Easton is one of the, like could be starting on multiple teams in the NFL Yeah. and he's their swing interior guy. Yeah. Like that's pretty he's... wild. And then we already mentioned the defensive line depth.
1: Like, like, uh, exactly. Patrick Amemase started like 57 games in the last you know, over his career, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, it's
0: just, like, guys who've played a lot of football are on this team. It feels like a Super Bowl roster.
1: It's Super Bowl robust, right? I mean, it's been that way for the last few years,
0: but... But, and, and again, having continuity within a team more important this year than ever, like, the whole yeah. staff, like, Carmichael's been there, OC, the whole time Sean Payton's been there. Dennis Allen's been there forever now. Um, it, it's, I guess, honestly... Outside of like, let's assume Breeze is gonna be fine. My biggest question becomes, who who's your third pass ca- or I guess fourth, mm-hmm. fifth pass catcher? Because after Kamara and the receivers it's, and jericho K- so it's yeah. like that kind of becomes the question. And then it's like it's like <laughs> Sean Sean Payton's done such a good job yeah. um, scheming other dudes to football. Like I'm sure they've got a plan to use chopman. Our boy Tommy yeah. Stevens too,
1: no but okay,
0: <laughs> hey, he's playing tight end now,
1: yeah, but uh Brees already, already got Josh Allen's as favorite,
0: like there's multiple on this coaching staff there's multiple head coaching candidates like it's wild this uh I'm blowing a lot of yeah. gas up their ass but i'm I'm in yeah. on the Saints team for the third straight year,
1: yeah, me too <laughs> uh. It, are the common folk, as we call them, finally awakened to uh, how good this defense is, or is it still the old like they they still think the Saints D is not that good?
0: I don't know. I got to assume people understand Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, like they have a Pro Bowl player at every level. And I mean, yeah, I, like, right.
1: I, I think people know Jordan is good and uh, Marshawn Lattimore is good. I feel like
0: Demario but... Davis still slept on. He is, yeah. Um, is. I, CJ Gardner or sorry C D Deuce he's about to have a huge year. Yes. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Let's talk Falcons.
1: All right. Do we have to?
0: Matt Ryan is going to go to the Hall of Fame. Um, that, wait, hold on.
1: Do we, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer to you?
0: Don't ask me that. I don't know. I, I'm not prepared to It's a to big question, it. right? Is Matt Stafford? Okay, I'll, I'll,
1: uh, I put Ryan
0: before Stafford. I would, Please too. Matt Ryan MVP. won an MVP.
1: Yeah. I... I it's a tough question. I love Matt Ryan, so I said. Matt Ryan's him been before.
0: better in his career than Eli Manning. Eli Manning has oh. two rings.
1: Yeah, if if Matt Ryan if he won that Super Bowl in this, I would his say ball, he's a Hall of man.
0: Famer.
1: He's he's a Hall of Famer, yeah. Which, uh, I, anyways, speaking of Hall of Famers, Todd Gurley in the is, is Todd Gurley going to be
0: competent in this backfield? Apparently, he's Are walking around that? with a limp.
1: Okay, I have zero faith in Todd Gurley being competent. You see, they said today, like fifteen to twenty-five touches a game. For oh a God!
0: Ever. No running back should have that, let alone him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any faith there. Um, I don't. know. Julio Jones and fucking Calvin Ridley are awesome. But Calvin
0: then, Ridley finally going to get his his uh, yeah his due. Is he going to have a yeah. a Pro Bowl under his belt after this season?
1: I don't know, <laughs> but he should. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I. I don't so know. Like the, the, always... this team's gonna be fine, which feels like seven to nine, eight and eight, because the, That's not they just good. yeah. Like even excluding the weirdness of their backfield, like you, <laughs> you Julio Jones is an all-pro. Calvin Ridley's one of the best young receivers in football. The like I think Hayden Hurst is gonna be fine as the as, as yeah. the starting tight end. Like I don't yeah. think he's Pro Bowl or anything, but he's a safety. But when you
1: have man. like a a a. a... MVP quarterback, uh, borderline Hall of Famer, whatever he is. Uh, Top 10 first quarterback. Hall of Famer. We can
0: call him that. Top 10 quarterback. Yeah.
1: Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer in Julio Jones mm-hmm. on this offense. It's like, when you're like, okay, this is a and 8, and 8 team. That's just bad. Like, like that's...
0: And, and, like, they've invested so much in this offensive line, and they did it again. It with has tennis to be better, and they, I think Chris Lindstrom going to be really good. Uh, I, I It's just still, like, when you look at it, Although it's been invested in, there's still so many, like, is he that? Is, like, like okay, i Caleb McGarry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Caleb McGarry was a questionable pick. Jake Matthews feels like he, he's paid like a pro bowler, but he's an average left he's tackle. Right. Yeah. James Carpenter and Jamon Brown felt like they were just fucking throwing money at whatever it would stick to. The draft yeah. Matt Hennessy, which I like, but is Matt Hennessy playing guard, or is he... The, plan to replace Alex Mack in a year.
1: I, I, I think it's the Mac plan. I think right. you're
0: right. Um yeah and that
1: Which isn't good for this season, yeah.
0: And and then you, you, you flip to the defense. They still haven't found a pass rusher at edge. They so they throw money at Dante Fowler. Um they draft Marlon Davidson to stick him which I do like. Like it's just there's so much invest in the D line. It's like it's what a greedy Jared I don't for sure trust, trust anything. anything.
1: Yeah. And then, at all, like honestly,
0: and then their two big name um, defensive stars outside of Jared are Deion Jones and Ken O'Neill, and neither can stay healthy, especially Keanu O'Neill. It yeah. just it feels like the injury bug. If it hits them again, they're fucked. AJ Terrell well, and Isaiah Oliver are high upside, really low floor corners.
1: Exactly. I I don't trust either. It's of them just it's a season. lot of.
0: It's a really hit or miss football team in general. And I I don't know, I think Dan Quinn, I like Dan Quinn. You you like Dan Quinn. he If he
1: gets fired, is he getting another head coaching job? I I, think he'd be a
0: really good college head coach.
1: maybe uh, But
0: I don't know if that's, like, I know he was at Florida, but...
1: Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if it happened. uh,
0: The other option, I think, is he becomes like Gus Bradley has and just becomes one of the best DCs in football again.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I think so too. I, right now, I think the way the NFL is, I think he probably gets another
0: head coaching chance. I
1: don't know. I don't I'm not saying he should. I know you're
0: not. I just I an. I think uh, he would. I I, I I so much question hiring defensive guys as head coaches now.
1: I we both
0: do. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately it feels like the same old same old in Atlanta. Poor Which Atlanta is, people
1: uh, bad.
0: Yeah. yeah, Carolina though. I,
1: I wanna love the Falcons team so much, Rob. You know I that. love that Matt Ryan. Long. Me too. I love Calvin Ridley.
0: I, I love Dion Jones. I love Edo Smith. I love Greedy Jarrett.
1: Greedy Jerry's maybe the most lovable. Anyways, we can just keep talking, Falcons. Yeah, fine. Carolina. You're
0: Carolina Panthers.
1: I love Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> uh I don't know. I, I like I, I I feel pretty good about old Matt Rule. I think this team's going to sneak out a couple more wins than they should and both then they should because they're not as good as the other team they're playing and as they should because they should be losing to get draft picks. But
0: I don't um. think this is the year that a new head coach is going to be in a good with a new quarterback and a horrible offensive line. I don't think that's a okay. good recipe for sneaking out games. Like Russell Kuhn doesn't sound like he can play.
1: No, he doesn't. That's that's bad. But Taylor Moe on the other side, baby, let's go.
0: And then like it's a lot of youth on the offensive line. It's
1: yeah, Dennis Daly might be starting at guard Matt
0: Paradise has been bad since he came to Carolina. Um Christian McCaffrey's gonna have like three thousand touches.
1: Yeah, like the uh, the weapons on this team like Wait, D- Christian McCaffrey. DJ
0: Moore quietly yeah. was awesome last year.
1: Uh yeah. Very like you yeah, had like what uh eleven hundred yards, twelve hundred yards like, receiving. And... Like
0: most 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 places, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Chris Samuel, plus Addy and Christian McCaffrey, that's a really fun pass catching group. Yeah. But it's just a lot of I am we haven't even mentioned Joe Brady's the OC, but it's just a lot of really for me it comes down to the offensive line.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And going back to your point, it's like Matt Rule kind of feels like a culture changing guy, and maybe this isn't the off season to change. That's
0: what I feel, and I think next year you get a whole year together. You take a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, Joe Brady Mm -hmm. sculpts this offense around. Matt Rule builds that culture, And, and, and you do have pieces towards building that culture. You've got Derek Brown, you've got Brian Burns, you've got either Grossman Toss. In another year, that's a really impressive defensive line. I didn't even mention Quan Short.
1: Yeah, what what was it like nine? They how many draft picks do they have eight or nine and they, they all That's the side of the yeah. ball? Yeah,
0: and then like Shaq Tom like losing Luke Keekly is insane that they have to deal with that as well. And if if yeah. like Shaq Thompson I think is gonna be a stud for them as the dude, but there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot else going on in that linebacker core. Um the secondary it's, is just—it's a lot of youth.
1: Yeah, like Dante Jackson's the only one you can really. Trust. Yeah,
0: and, and he's obviously only going to year three. And yeah, the se- like like this isn't the year to, th- to like to, to be starting rookies in the secondary because they just haven't had the off season for it. So I think it's yeah. going to be. It's I think they they have more talent than a two and fourteen team. It's just they have mm-hmm. absolutely every factor working against them. Yeah, that's fair,
1: and like. Going to your point again, Jeremy Chin, who might be this linebacker-safety hybrid role, uh, probably not a great year for him to to kind of settle into that. Exactly.
0: Idea, you know? It's just, I think you give them another year, next year they, they get their quarterback. They've got to invest big on the Yeah, and then they can spend in free agency, potentially. Like, that mm-hmm. Russell Okung trade turn of trade looks insane. It felt I, insane it looked, at the it time. bad when it yeah. happened. So, I think it's it just similar to Jacksonville. There's things you like about the team. It's just you got to go fuck off for the season, get your quarterback, and then and then really start looking towards the future. Mm-hmm. All right, want to rank QBs?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, tenth, for the memes again, Will Greer, baby. Uh, ninth, uh, for the memes again, Matt Schwab, baby. I can't believe Matt Schwab is still in the league, I, but I'm happy he's back in Atlanta. I'll say that. Eight, uh, Taysom Hill, <laughs> Seven, PJ Walker, baby. He's the, he's the most recent touchdown pass thrower. Spot the lie. Uh, six, Kurt Bankert, because I, I still believe, and some of us still believe, Rob. And then uh, the top five is actually interesting. I, I put Teddy at five. I put Jameis over Teddy. They're close for me, though. I still love Teddy at four for Jameis Winston. And then the best one, two, three punch of any division in the NFL uh, Matt Ryan's third. Ugh, struggle with the top two. I. I, I I wonder if we're going to ever reverse. I got Brady, too, and
0: Breeze, one. Me, too. I don't know. Too.
1: Really? Okay. I could flip a coin, though. I struggled.
0: Um, I went 10 Ryan Griffin because people forget he's <laughs> he's been in the NFL for like five years somehow. I know. Nine, he's cashing in. Nine Will Greer. Eight uh, Mike Mayox, QB1, Blaine Gabbert. Seven <laughs> Kurt Benkert because, yeah, I mean, forever respect Kurt Benkert on this show.
1: The Miami game? Go back and watch that if there's no football. Uh,
0: six, Taysom Hill. Five, Teddy Bridgewater. Four, James Winston. Three, Matt Ryan. Two, Tom Brady. One, Drew Brees.
1: So we we agree five to one. I can't believe in did P.J. Walker.
0: I thought about it. Shut up. Uh, yeah. He couldn't uh, cut it uh, in the Big Ten. So. That's a good point.
1: Uh, MVP, I'm asking you first because I didn't want to answer first. I
0: picked Drew Brees.
1: I picked Tom Brady.
0: I think Breeze is better than Tom Brady, based off last year. I,
1: I do too. Uh, that's why I had Breeze over Brady, but it just feels a. Well, I mean, move.
0: you're you're right in the sense that in an actual vote, if they had the same season, Tom Brady would win.
1: Yeah, exactly. It feels like Drew Breeze is never going to get the MVP now.
0: Poor Breeze, offensive player of the year,
1: Michael Thomas, but. You could pick a lot. Well,
0: of uh, hey, we swapped. I want Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. I just uh,
1: Kamara, if you want. Julio, obviously, always McCaffrey,
0: parent. but they're gonna not be good. <laughs> yeah. Defense Player of the Year. Cam Jordan. It's gotta be Cam Jordan, but it's really fun to look at who the other options are.
1: If okay, who's your second? I don't even know who my second choice would be. Who's your? I think
0: mine would be Levante David, but he would never, ever, ever win it.
1: I think that's the right choice. It'd be kind of like a lot of guys you're kind of guessing on. Like, like, I like Demario like, it, Davis
0: a lot, too, for it. Yeah. Devin White? Sleeper?
1: Yeah, young guy. no, I,
0: I put his name down. And then, obviously, Shaq Barrett. But Yeah, yeah. Offensive Rookie of the Year.
1: <laughs> Tristan Wirfs. That,
0: I think that's the right pick, right? Like, there's...
1: Like, no chance of actually winning it, but uh, I'm like, when there's no one really here, he is the most important offensive rookie to his team, and I think he's going to be the, the
0: best. A hundred percent. There's like, there's legitimately no one else even starting. Well, the Panthers didn't even draft one. <laughs>
1: like, like it, next is a Caesar Ruiz, and then is a Keyshawn Vaughn. Like, I don't know. like well, it's, it's not
0: good. Yeah, I, I think second would have to be Caesar Ruiz, and yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn and Tyler Johnson. The reports have been like they've sucked at training camp. Or uh, well, Tyler Johnson's been injured, and Keyshawn Vaughn sucked.
1: Sick. That's great for them. Yeah, yeah. defensive
0: rookie year. Derek Brown. This is a really fun division for it. I'm picking Antoine Winfield yeah. Jr., but I think Derek Brown also makes sense because he'll be guaranteed to be playing a lot of snaps.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like like Derek Brown's a safer pick for sure, but Antoine Winfield Jr. could be a star
0: by the end of the season. I think so too, but Derek Brown is definitely a safer pick. Yeah. The yeah, whole right. line of the year got to be Saints.
1: Yeah, speaking of safe picks uh, Speaking of safe picks Comeback player of the year Gotta be Gronk
0: This is the division for it, isn't it? Todd Gurley Gronk Deion Jones <laughs> Keanu Neal
1: Gronk is like Gotta be one of the top three League wide though If not top if, two If
0: Gronk has 500 yards And five touchdowns they will probably just give it to him
1: Yeah if, if It's like It's down to like If Alex Smith Takes a snap Or if Gronk Scores five touchdowns
0: Most improved
1: Ian Thomas I'm doing it again, baby you I'm, love him. You're to, in
0: on it. I, I respect it. I, I'm
1: I'm I'm sold down the river here now,
0: Rob. Big Ten. Rob, who do you have? Oh come on. Yep. Who do I have? Ronald Jones.
1: Oh fuck. Of course.
0: <laughs> Ronald Jones can run for a thousand yards. Yep. Did, did you hear me out. I was reading the Tampa Bay training camp report. Times. Oh, I wish. Um, and like LaShawn McCoy's already. They're running back, too. Like, that's how bad it is. So, like, there's no way Ronald Jones isn't just getting all the touches.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're throwing the ball 50 times a game, though, baby. They might as well. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. I agree. Breakout player. Guess my
1: breakout player. Guess. Guess. I don't know.
0: This is a really good division for it. it Jamel it Dean. Is, but
1: uh Jamel fucking Dean, baby. Okay. Of course. Well, the, there's a lot of on.
0: pressure because I know you love DJ Moore and I know you love Alex Kappa.
1: To, see, to me, DJ Moore broke out last year. Okay.
0: I put, Cal- uh, a good I pick. put Calvin yeah. Ridley because I think he's going to break out in terms of, like, name to the Pro Bowl. Yeah,
1: but- Ridley was my pick last you- year. I think I said to get to 1,000, and he didn't, right? No, yeah. he got
0: 1,000, didn't he? I th- did I he? I thought he just okay. barely did. Uh, I will check. Yeah. Okay, um, I think Alex Kappa is an interesting one. Shaq Thompson, CJ Gardner-Johnson, a.k.a. C.D. Deuce. C.D. Deuce. That-
1: probably but
0: a- I a- also a- had uh, Jamel Dean down there, too. He's a good pick. Coach of the year? Uh, Bruce Arians. I'll pick Sean
1: Pete.
0: Bruce really? Bruce can't keep winning. It's not fair.
1: Well, he has. To, oh, first of all, they, they show that they're going to just keep giving it to him. Uh,
0: oh. <laughs> okay. Assistant coach of the year.
1: By the way, 866 for Ridley. Oh, really? Um Yeah. Uh, Dennis Allen.
0: Good pick. That was my second choice. But obviously off the top, I talked to Todd bulls, so I go Todd bulls. Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, uh, Byron Lefwich, I guess, in in, in the convo too.
0: Yeah, for sure, he's calling plays apparently.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting.
0: Um, GM of the year, it's like, I hate these GMs, but it has to be either Jason Light or Mickey Loomis. Uh,
1: realistically,
0: it's Jason, Jason Light. Light. Yeah, hundred yeah. uh, percent.
1: But he he if like okay, he is a legit candidate to win, and if he wins, he doesn't deserve it. But I don't know if it's you know. If it's Winfield showing up, if it's Jamel Dean showing up, Devin White, like those guys on the defensive side of the ball showing up, yeah, then, eh, then he, he deserves it, I guess. And they make they go 13-3 or 11-5, you know?
0: Yeah. Go Tampa, 13-3, baby. All right. Uh, tune in next time when we might do a mock draft or we might just finish with the AFC and NFC West. We'll see. That's the fun of this show. No one knows what's going on. <laughs>